Do you dread the summer? I am a winter person. Winter is very romantic. There is the snowfall outside and the cozy warmth inside, time with the family, hot drinks, hot chocolate, hot cider, hot coffee, and I'm not a coffee drinker, but I am when it's cold outside. I become, in December, the human embodiment of the Hallmark Channel, not a sponsor, as if that's a a surprise to anyone. Because winter is very romantic, and I soak that up. Summer, however, is not very romantic. It's hot. Around March or April of every year, mentally I check out when it comes to the weather, and I say, okay, I'll see you in three months. But I shouldn't be that way. There is a lot to enjoy about every season. So I'm coming up with, if it's romanticism that I'm after, what is it that's romantic about the summertime? The first is the nostalgic element of it. So summer camp, first love, road trips. People really live their life in the summertime, especially growing up, obviously, being out of school. The second thing is the breeze. I would play the Seals and Crofts song for you, but I can't. But the summer breeze. Because it's very light and gentle and relaxing and the dandelions are flowing in the breeze. But my favorite thing about summer is the light glistening off of the water. If it's a a pond, a lake, a stream, that is summer's version of snow for me. Well, we made it. We made it to the second season of the show. It's a little bit funny for me, in honesty, to say second season because season one was roughly four and a half minutes in length if you add it all together. Nonetheless, that was 2020, and we are in 2021. I hope you're enjoying the ambiance, sidebar. This is not the most expensive audio rig in the world, but I wanted to take the show outside. And I have some things planned this episode that I have never tried before. I hope that you enjoy it. Okay. I guess that's everything. So, I'm Red Rock. Let me welcome you to the second season, season two of The Up Show. Up Show. Welcome to the show. For my Canucks out there, this day in history, we're starting with uh, June 24th, 1880, O Canada was first performed on this day. Uh, June 24th, 1901 was Picasso's first exhibition of his work. He was 19, and this happened in France. I remember when I was growing up, there was a school talent show, and a student was selling her artwork in the lobby. She was pretty good as well at hawking her wares. She had this, uh, you know, please buy my art, you know, super sweet face. It's so intimidating. Can you imagine putting yourself out there and then saying, you're already, your emotion is on the canvas. And then you say, please buy my art. It seems like an intimidating thing to do, but I think it worked out pretty well for Picasso. If you are a boxing fan, 24th of June is Jack Dempsey's birthday. He had a long life, too, about 70s and 80s when he died, so. Uh, Not bad. Friday. Tomorrow. Great way to kick off the weekend, Global Beatles Day. 
I'm trying to decide on my favorite Beatle. I know this can get political. Now, Paul wrote my favorite song, which is Drive My Car. But I would have to say I'm probably the quiet Beatle. I'm probably George Harrison if I had to choose. But regardless, you can play, uh, like George wrote, Here Comes the Sun, Drive My Car, those two songs you can roll down the window. I'd play them for you now, but I don't want to get in trouble. Um, But I, I think it would be, I'm tired of, I am so giggly. I think it's because I'm nervous and this is still a new show, but I'm tired of laughing at my own jokes. You'll hear it too in my outdoor footage which I I can't go back and fix because I've already recorded it, but I need to stop being so giggly. Speaking of giggly, of course, I would be remiss um, if I didn't mention Conan O'Brien. He has his last show tonight over on TBS, and then he moves to a new project on HBO Max. Obviously, Conan has inspired a lot of people who are in media and broadcasting in some way, but this is the end of his tenure in Late Night. He is still going to be on television, and he's not retiring, but this is a big step. So if you don't know Conan, uh, shock of red hair, very tall man from Brookline, Massachusetts. So Seth Meyers' show, Late Night, over on NBC, before it was Seth Meyers, it was uh, Fallon, and then before Jimmy, Conan had the show. And he started in September of 93, and he has been doing some form of a late-night show since then. He's been at TBS for about 10 years now, 11 years, I think. My favorite Conan sketch is called Dudes Aplenty. So when Backstreet and NSYNC were at their height, there was a boy band that Conan created on the show called Dudes Aplenty, and their songs included lyrics like, How'd you get so awesome, girl? Drinking lots of awesome juice. And Baby. I wish you were my baby. This is a guy who, who graduated from an Ivy League college, and I think that's what's so inspiring for me, is to see him do such incredibly silly stuff is, is just inspiring. I will personally be watching this on cable, if I can, because I have friends who have TVs and can DVR this for me, but most likely I will be catching it on YouTube the next day. My guess is that if you can hear me, you should be able to catch Conan's last show. The first time that I went across the country, and I drove across America, I got a hotel room. It's the first time I did all this on my own. It was intimidating, and I was far away uh, from home, and I remember turning on the TV to try to find something to watch to relax, and Conan and Andy were there. So I think, you know, I have a lot of good memories with the show. And uh, I wish him luck. New favorite color I have is brown. There's no good transition into this. Uh, my new favorite color is brown. When your favorite color is brown, people tend to ask you, so why do you like excrement? Um, so I've, I've decided I needed to research this. I needed to research what are some shades of brown that I can enjoy that will be more socially appropriate. So like chestnut, hickory, um, in researching brown, I did not know this, but brown is actually dark orange. Maybe you're ahead of me on this. Dark orange, so if you take orange light and just continue to add darker shades to it, then you get the color brown, which kind of explains why I've always really liked both of those colors. Anyway, last season, 
I had uh, this idea that I was going to add an outdoor segment, and I would still like to do that. So this season, I have a travel segment for you. Now keep in mind, I am going to someday go to Nebraska and go see Car Hinge. I think it would be really cool to go to the geographical center of the nation, um, which is in the old ones in Kansas, but the new one is in South Dakota because they had to adjust away from just the continental U.S. into Alaska and Hawaii, take those states into consideration. I am a college student, so while roadside attractions, national parks and state parks are on my agenda, well, I have to start small. Have to start somewhere. So go ahead, take a listen. We are traveling to Sand Springs, Oklahoma. Now, if you don't know where that is, start at Texas, go north. If you hit Kansas, you've gone too far. A travel segment on a podcast, you might be thinking, how does that work? I'll figure it out a moment at a time, but I really want to give you the feeling of being in a place. The feeling of being outdoors, and I don't get bored in a stuffy studio. We are going today to a place called Chandler Park. Now, Chandler Park is actually just a public park. It's not a state park. It's not a national park. Um, what I do know is that today it is sunny and 75, and I am about to roll down the windows, and we will head out. beautiful out here. Okay, Chandler Park. Elevation 843 feet. To give you an idea of the hill that I climbed getting up here, or rather that my truck climbed, 676 feet is the town. So you gain a couple hundred feet of elevation when you climb that hill. 192 acres of land out here. Two disc golf courses. They're fun. I've played them baseball fields with lights. If you are a kid or you just like to play in water, there's a splash pad out here, and actually a lot more than that. The last time I was here, they did not have, they have big slides, and I mean, it looks like a water park in this place, and indoor facilities. So you have basketball courts, places to work out, conference rooms, the works. You know, the feeling of this place being out here with all the, the gravel paths, there's so much to do, everything I just talked about, but it's all spread out. So you walk along these gravel paths and the whole thing feels very Mayberry. If you've ever seen Barney Fife and Andy Griffith, it feels very wholesome small town out here. It's quiet. 
you can actually hear the birds chirping, you could probably see the stars at night. It's really nice. And I have not even mentioned one of the best parts of being out here, the trails. This is not a state park. This is a public park. Now a lot of public parks, nothing wrong with this, but they're built pretty much like manicured front lawns. There's a concrete circle in the middle. You can walk around that loop with your dog. It's a nice way to spend a lunch break. What's so cool about being out here? These trails have largely been left alone. You can actually, if you're a rock climber, there are these, I'm not saying it's Everest, but there are 40 foot limestone cliffs out here that you can climb around on. If you are like me, and you're not a rock climber, the advice I would give is to do what most of us do. Crawl up the biggest rock you can, point, have someone point the camera at the sky, and, uh, you know, get your photo op, because you've, you've conquered the mountain. My favorite thing about being here is perhaps the most obvious. When you first drive in, you're met with shelters to the left side, great place for birthday parties, and to your right side is an overlook. So you get to see all the land down below, look out from the hill you just drove in on. Think about where we are. This is Oklahoma, so oil and natural gas. The road that I came in on, I affectionately refer to, it's called 21st Street, but I refer to it as clink clink, spray paint, heavy metal road. There is, on this road, an oil refinery, crane rentals, topsoil supplier, metal finishing, gas company, and trailer repair. And what's interesting is to look, you know, I can hear a plane above me. And actually, from here, I can see the skyline of downtown Tulsa. It's not a big skyline, but it's there, and the Arkansas River is there. There's so much noise and industry around. I can see trucks below me, but I'm sitting on top of this green, grassy knoll with all these trees around to provide some nice shade out here in the hot summer. There's an interesting juxtaposition up here. That is my favorite thing about the park. Back in the studio, and time for my thought of the day. I am not a mental health professional or licensed therapist. The views expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes only. Basically, I'm a guy on the internet who likes to talk about feelings, and I am not an authority on the subject. You can find me on Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Podcast if you plan to share me with a friend. I hope that you do so. And without further ado, a few months ago, it's Saturday morning, this is in March, and I'm trying to force myself to do laundry. To me, it it is a goal of mine to do good in the world, and intention is everything. So every Saturday, 
I get up in the morning and I work out and I have some prayer time and I'll play some music, dance around, really get to feeling as good as I can. This particular day, it just isn't working and I can't move. I think I worked so hard throughout the week. I had this routine that I, I just had to break when the weekend hit. And I couldn't sleep the night before. And this Saturday morning, I am disheveled inside and out. I have not shaved. I put on the pants that I wore yesterday, uh, like that Beyonce song. I am... It, it's a real shame. And I'm freezing up. And shame is what I'm feeling. How can I do for others if I can't even do the laundry? I sat there for a long time with this guilt that was probably really unfair. And my mind is racing, and I'm wondering if my body will move for me. And at this point, I am scared. And something within me, I put the basket on my shoulder, and two hours after I had planned to do this, I step out the door. And I realize in that moment that the wind hits me and the sunshine is on my face, why I've been so afraid this morning and every Saturday morning for the past year to go downstairs. I think a part of it is that I don't like to be grumpy around other people. Again, with the kindness, with the niceness to me, treating people well is really important. And I'm in an apartment. This is during COVID. This was a few months ago before a lot of the restrictions were lifted. And I was watching the news, and it was exhausting for me. I felt this fear because everybody was mad at everybody else. And I thought that if I wanted to be kind to others, I was willing to take some time and, and stop and breathe. But this morning... I had to walk down the stairs, and I'm walking across the parking lot, and I'm walking into that room. I don't know what I'm going to find, so I open the door, and there's no one there. There's no someone, but there is a something. There is a ledge in this laundry room, kind of a community area, spare socks and coins that get lost, and then a bulletin board behind. What's on the ledge today is a cardboard box and written in black sharpie, it says, free food. And I look in there, and there are some cans, and even children's toys, you know, stuff that families might need during this time, and I pause, and I turn my back, and I start to put clothes in the washer and go about my business. Being who I am, I am someone who likes simplicity, and I like to have a plan. I like to be very intentional. And there are times I think it would be better for me to realize that kindness can be a natural, simple thing. It does not have to take, well, in this example, the person who put the box downstairs didn't have to take much time or effort from that. It's a cardboard box. This is a natural extension, I believe, of who we are as human beings that we can be empathetic, and we can be around for each other. 
I think there is this toxic, I call it toxic kindness. If you've ever heard of toxic masculinity, where we prioritize the outside, you know, of men looking tough, but not necessarily taking care of the inside of themselves. I don't think it's best to focus too much on politeness for the same reason. I think that politeness is unnatural. It's all about looks. No matter how I feel, I will mind my P's and Q's and follow the rules and force myself to behave as though I'm Pollyanna today. There are times in my life that I have performed a kind act that was pretty much just saying good morning. It wasn't anything that I thought of, and I went on about my day. Months later, someone might come up to me and say, that moment, this has happened to me before, that moment meant a lot to me. And I thought, that moment when I said good morning? But the thing is, one of the most powerful and enduring forces known to humanity is kindness. And it's so readily accept accessible. It's not like donations or legislation where we have to wait on it. It's just there. I think kindness is that one sentence after a week of struggle that reminds us something other than money and hardship exists. I, I liken it to this when I see kindness and I haven't seen it for a while. And it wakes me up. It's kind of like listening to a song that I have not heard in 10 years. I remember the layout of that song, the moment that I hear it. Oh, this is the build. This is the chorus. I remember how good this felt. I remember the lay of the land. Little kind interactions like this were gone from me for a year. And so the impact of walking outside and saying hello and good morning and, you know, have a good day, sir, those types of things... I think I'm realizing how powerful they are. I hope that I've been kind to you today, and I thank you for listening, and it's great to be back. So until next time, be good to yourself. I'm Red Rock. This is The Up Show.